Hello and welcome back to the West Bank Bible Church podcast on this Christmas. We thank you for taking out a few minutes to be with us. We're going to have a very short uh, lesson today, uh, but something that you may want to share with your families. And uh, as a big treat, uh, Pastor Merritt's going to be delivering this and keeping the B team out of the way for a minute. But before we begin, as is our custom, let's remember 1 John 1, nine as may or may not be necessary. Thank you, Father, for the privilege of being able to have a podcast. So guide us and direct us as we, uh, on this Christmas day, look at what the Lord Jesus has done for each and every one of us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Open the word of truth this morning to Luke chapter 2, verse 1. Before we begin our Christmas message, you may want to take advantage of God's protocol for fellowship by silently naming your sins to God as sins may arise in your soul. Our scripture this morning is Luke 2, 1 through 8, which I will read with brief comment. First, the New International Version. Luke 2, 1 and 2. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All right, now for the King James Version. The the birth of Jesus, and it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. Verse 2, And thus taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. Comment. Luke is the only one of the gospel writers who dates his material by the reigning emperor. Caesar Augustus was the first emperor of Rome. He reigned from circa 27 B.C. to A.D. 14. All of the world is used in the scripture means all the empire, not the entire known world. Augustus had ordered a census of the empire which would serve as a basis for taxation. This was in circa B.C. 14 A.D. The decree was issued in circa 8 B.C., but probably did not actually go out into effect until several years later. There is, excuse me, there is good evidence that Serenius was twice governor of Syria and that his first governorship 
was from 4 B.C. to 6 A.D. Luke's comment makes determining the exact date of Christ's birth somewhat problematic. It is certainly reasonable to believe the birth of Christ took place between 4 B.C. and 6 A.D. What we do know from significant historical record is that Christ was born on that first Christmas day. It was perhaps as late as 6 A.D. or as early as 4 B.C. Now the New International Version, Luke 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, and 8. And everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Galilee, excuse me, <laughs> to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. Luke 2, 5, he went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to, the, to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloth and placed him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn, and there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. Joseph returned to Bethlehem in the province of Judah. He descended from the line of David and the tribe of Judah through Solomon. A record of his lineage can be found in Matthew 1, 1 through 17. Mary, the mother of Jesus' humanity, had a lineage back to David but by way of Nathan. So Jesus was a son of David and rightful heir to the throne through both Joseph and Mary. Mary's lineage can be found in Luke 3, chapter 3, verses 23 through 38. And so a Savior was born who was both God and man and sent to planet Earth to save his people from their sins. The first Christmas, Jesus, that first Christmas, Jesus the Christ, was indeed born a king. As I think about this Christmas, I cannot help but sadly reflect how the United States of America has blithely chosen to neglect the principles of our Lord and Savior, whose birth we celebrate. And worse, this blasé neglect of what the Bible demands for a national entity is all being done under the guise of implementing changes because we have become more civilized. You probably ought to put civilized in quotes more civilized than what I would ask. 
the assumption being, I suppose, that God is a barbarian and evoluted man has surpassed God in his dotage. I hear people talking about how religion has failed, which indeed it has, not that Christianity is a religion. Christianity is a relationship with Jesus Christ. Religion is the devil's trump card, whereby people try to make themselves right with God, whereas Christianity is an act of God, redeeming man from the slave market of sin, thus making our so great salvation possible. For example, Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Or 2 Corinthians 5.21, For you see the Father made Christ to be sin for us, Yes, he who knew no sin became sin for us in order that we might become the righteousness of God in him. I once listened to a young man speak of our Lord's failure to bring world peace. He said something like, There is no peace on earth and goodwill toward men, so how could I believe in such a failed deliverer. Little did the young Turk know that peace on earth was not a part of our Lord's first Advent protocol. Quite the contrary. Jesus said, Until I return and establish my earthly kingdom at the second Advent, there will never be world peace. Indeed, the scripture tells us that there will always be wars and rumors of wars until the prince ruler of Israel comes again to deliver Zion. There are two, two advents of Jesus taught in Scripture. They are usually referred to as the first and second advents. It is the first advent we celebrate at Christmas. The second advent will not take place until the completion of first the age of the church and second the tribulation. Our intercalation chart gives good illustration of the two phenomena. One has occurred and the other is a future event. We'll have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. All right, we're looking forward to seeing you again and at least getting to hear again next week. Uh, please be safe in your travels uh, back home and uh, hoping you have a prosperous and healthy New Year. And we look forward to being with you again. Pastor Mary, could you close our close us with a prayer, please? Surely. Thank you for the opportunity to serve you. Thank you for the privilege of representing the Lord Jesus Christ on his birthday.
For it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Until next week. So long. Okay.